This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. My mum studied in the Sorbonne in the 60s and um, she then went and worked for a um, Northern African Primitive Arts Gallery in London after that. She met my dad, actually, I think it was at uh, the same hockey club we played in, the hockey club, tennis club, rugby club in North Kildare. Um, I think she met him at like a, a dress dance there. The school we were in was really good at, um, well, for me, it really worked because they found what I was good at and they really pushed me in, in that direction. I think it's pretty brave to push um, a kid in the direction of art and um, fashion because it's not really seen as a career as such, which is a big mistake um, because if you think of, like, say, design and industry, it's huge, it's really important. Imagination is incredibly important in industry. It was shortly after, actually, when I was in college that I was diagnosed with ADHD, which explained an awful lot uh, for me. Um, I actually thought that um, I was bipolar when I was a teenager um, but it was really good to know at that stage because that really did help me um, kind of redefine what I really wanted to do in life and what structurally was good for me um, with ADHD. I, I suppose with girls, your your ADHD a lot of the time is internalised. Uh, with boys, it's more outward. But when I was younger, I was there was no filter. Um, I was, uh, and an awful lot of children don't have a filter, but I was just mad, just had to first thing in the morning, get outside and run. And funny, I remember my um, uh, junior school PE teacher, Miss Clancy, saying, uh, you've an awful lot of energy and you need to burn that off. And that's the best way to work with that. Um, and she, when I'd get excited, she'd go, just do a couple of laps sprinting. And um, I remember her saying to me, you know, you may feel a bit different sometimes, but that's just because you have an awful lot of energy and you just need to burn it off. And I actually took that with me. I had a couple of agents in the UK that uh, were agents for my artwork and um, sort of meeting in London in the Pelham Hotel. And I remember going in meeting this American woman. She was very, very refined and really really nice and had this incredible incredible knowledge of the art world she phoned me a couple of months later saying uh art paris are doing a show called in abu dhabi called art paris abu dhabi and um it's kind of a the ministry of culture in abu dhabi are pouring a huge amount of money into culture um they want to be seen as the cultural center of the middle east they're bringing over the Sorba, uh, the louvre the Guggenheim, and um, she phoned me months later and said, okay, you've been selected. I own a gallery. Your work has been selected for the catalogue for the show. And I thought, oh, that's brilliant, cool, you know. So, um, and then I get this, like, booklet of, in the post of do's and don'ts for the Middle East. And then um, her secretary phones me with a list of what to pack um, uh, that... Basically, she's uh, an Omani princess, uh, one of the royal family, and I had to basically be covered properly. And I stupidly left scarves on the plane. I put, I had them in like a carry-on bag and left them on the plane. 
and the only thing I had was this like scarf with skulls on them and daggers and, and Kalashnikovs. So I had to wear the opening night and there's the Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi and you know you're meeting him and can't shake hands and I'm so nervous and you know, there's the, the typical token Irish person with, you know, guns on her headscarf. <laughs> so ridiculous. But um, he ended up buying one of my pieces. Um, his One of his collectors did. And boy, did they know their stuff. Oh, my God. I've been really lucky to um, have had the opportunity of, of creating kind of mini capsule collections for... Uh, the singer Jessie J and she kind of launched my work then into kind of stylists for say Warner Brothers music but her stylist at the time saw my work at um, London Fashion Week and thought God this is pretty different and it's something this is when Jessie J was just starting out and it's something I think that Jessie would wear but um, then Jessie J I think she broke her ankle and she had to do a European tour and a tour in Australia and she needed stuff to wear on the plane that she could get over her boot and um, that was comfortable for travelling in but also some kind of stage catsuits and things like that. And so we designed a capsule collection for her and made it within, I think it was 10 days um, and I flew over with the, the, the stuff for her. And from that we got to dress... Uh, Rita Ora and from Rita Ora we got to dress Cara Delevingne then a couple of actresses um, it's really really important as a woman to be financially independent and to have something outside of your family even though my family are my heart and soul but to have something outside of your family that defines you as a person and this is outside of my family this is my life's work and I want something to, like that to to leave behind. I first met Stuart through um, a girl who's in school with me. She was actually going out with him and she set me up on a blind date with his best friend who ended up being our best man. And um, I kind of walked away from the blind date going, wow, that guy, I really like the other guy. And when she split up with him, um, we kind of reconnected and and we started going out and I think we were only going out something like six weeks and we got engaged and three months and we got married. Mental, I told you, like I run headlong into stuff. I was 23 when I had Chloe, so I'd grow up pretty bloody quick. But it was, I think it's it's the biggest kick up your ass to make you really want to to succeed in life, to make you, it gives you the most amazing drive the piece I want to leave to my children um, is a song by Muse called Invincible. And um, I remember when I first heard it, I was working in the Middle East and um, the lyrics in it are the kind of things that you want to say to your children, you know, that um, that they're in, together, the three of them as family are invincible. And, and I feel that your brothers and sisters will take you through all kinds of crap in life, you know, and you're there for each other at the end of the day. And that's ultimately what I want for them.
Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.